Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Tapes and Scouts, time for movies. Yeah, a bunch of crazy tapes and scowls. La 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 la, tapes and scouts. I did kind of do the guys and dolls. You did. You were Luke be a Jedi tonight. Luke be a Jedi tonight. Yeah, so good. Classic Simpsons. The best. So good. Really the only. Yeah. We'll miss you, Conan O'Brien. Oh, he's yeah. doing his own another thing, like variety show or something on HBO. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love all things Conan. So. Me too. You know that. You oh know yes, that. we love us some Conzy around these parts. Oh, the Conzies, you love know. Conzy. So we talk about movies. Max, would you like to talk about a movie first, or would you like for me to do it? I would really like to listen because I am pretty high right now. I need to sober up. Okay. Well, ironically, my first movie is called The Silencing. Oh, good. It's from 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even invent these uh, <laughs> segues. I, I have no idea what this paper says. I can't read his handwriting. I can't read it. I watched this at the end of May. It's an hour 33 action crime thriller. It's directed by Robin Pront, starring Nicolaj Coster Waldu. Okay. I always screw up that guy's name. It's Jamie Lannister. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Annabelle Wallace and Josh Crudus, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. IMDb movie summary, a reformed hunter living in isolation on a wildlife sanctuary becomes involved in a deadly game of cat and mouse when he and the local sheriff set out to track a vicious killer who may have kidnapped his daughter years ago. Is the is the kidnapper a bear? No. Damn, that would have been cool. I know. Bears don't get enough good roles. No, they really don't. I mean, since The Revenant, has it been anything? Was that a movie? Yeah, it was a movie. Very good. Yeah, there was a bear in there. Oh, yes. That was it. Yep. I mean, and bears know how to ride unicycles. Absolutely. <sighs> Gentle Ben. Gentle Ben. Yeah. tiny hat. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> This is a good thriller that uses kind of the lore they set up to really move the story along. You have some race issues. There's uh, Indians, uh, Native American Indians, and they own part of the land, and the killer is thought to be using an ancient blowgun, essentially. Oh, cool. To shoot darts into women. They're targeting women, young women, and kidnapping them. And that's all you know, because you find the body eventually. So there's some race issues going on in this town. You have uh, you have Jamie Lannister, because I'll never pronounce his name right. Right, it's fair. And he is a very complex character, and this is very crime thriller movie. Well, more thriller. It's just like, you find this woman, young girl, and her vocal cords are cut. She can't really communicate with them. She's traumatized, so she won't really give them information. And basically what has happened with him, you find out as the movie's going along that he's kind of used to be a shitbag. He was a drunk. And when his daughter went missing, um, his daughter went missing. They were actually having an argument. They were in the car together, and she got taken from his car when he went in to buy more booze. Uh, of course. So he was buying dads. Yeah, exactly. So he's... You know, he was he was actually the scene with them in the car prior to that happening. He's just such a such an ass. Do you know if you burn an AOL disc and you just like stand over it and huff it, you get really high? No shit. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Oh, I'm passing by time in this room. Stop making fires in this room. That's very dangerous. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, good on you for doing what you love and huffing discs. Kids don't huff discs. Don't huff discs. I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. I mean, we're all just dying slowly right? i got a lot of christmas movies to get through everybody it's not that bad come on um now this movie is just one crazy long thriller and it, it takes a very long time to get to where we need to go i could i had an idea where you were going based on the uh 
the way you were describing it, you were trying to say that the plot meanders in a very polite way. Right. I mean, it does a lot of things correct. It's just like, oh my God, move it along. Like, you know, he's he's essentially a good guy by default. Right. Because he changed his ways because he had such an awful traumatic experience. Sure. And now there's uh, a girl, there's similar things happening, and he's and he, he gets, once he starts realizing what's happening with these women, he's like, what if that's what happened to my daughter? So he starts investigating, because it's not so far off that it's... You know, it's plausible. Right. So he goes and investigates. And once you get going, it's good. But man, so long. So long. And Jamie Lannister only do so much good. So much. So much. Uh, the violence is really brutal. When violence happen, it's brutal. Okay. Um, so please note that. And I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Fair enough. So interestingly, the scores are all over the place. Okay. All over the place. IMDb gave it a 6.2. Right. The critics, 23 of them, gave it 13%. Holy shit. Meanwhile, slightly (laughs) less than 50 on the audience side gave it 90%. Oh, my God. Yes, you can see why this is a problem. (laughs) Myself, my wife, and my mother-in-law, I vowed this wouldn't happen again, all picked the same score. Holy fuck. That's a first-timer. We're in tune, I tell you. A six out of ten. Okay, so more good than it's... It's more good than bad. My thing is, if they had done things slightly different, I think this would have been higher, and that's why I'm a little sad, even though it's a six out of ten. Sure. I feel like... I mean, if you like slow-paced, dark, broody thrillers, I guess this is for you. But your wife gave it a six, not higher, so something wasn't quite jiving, even for the crowd. That's true. And the mother-in-law stayed awake for the whole thing, which is impressive. She sure did. Good honor. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was like a three-hour hour 33. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you got, Mac? Um, I have a movie, and okay. it's kind of disappointing. Oh, nice. So I'm a big fan of Scott Mosier, who is sure. Kevin Smith's longtime producer. Right. You, if you've seen a Kevin Smith-related thing, you've seen Scott Mosier in a cameo, certainly. Correct. Big fan of his, not a big fan of this film that he got to direct. Ooh. Uh, 2018's The Grinch. Oh, that was him? That was him. I it did was, not know that. Yeah, him and another fellow, Yarrow Cheney, directed mm. this film. It's from 2018. It is one hour and 32 minutes. I watched it in December, of course. It is a Christmas family film starring the Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, nice. Cameron Seeley and Rashida Jones. Hmm. Uh, my movie summary, I wrote this one. <laughs> the Grinch, but worse. <laughs> Bullet point thoughts on this movie. It's not good. <laughs> Cumberbatch's Grinch is mediocre at best. He's not compelling, and his arc is extremely hollow. The CG's fine. The laughs don't really land, and the new characters are hollow at best. There's an additional moose character that is, like, fine but not really needed. Uh, It's just filler. And there is uh, an annoying character who's, like, a neighbor and very Christmassy. He's, like, the neighborhood Christmas guy, annoying and not needed. Does the moose fall in love with the dog? Uh, the moose has a family, you find out at the end. It's been oh. away from its family, its lovely family, just kind of like canoodling with the Grinch and his what? dog. That it's, is not responsible it's at all. It's not. It's really not a good film. The whole thing's pretty hollow. I don't quite understand why they felt the need to make this film. Because um, Christmas money? Because it's Christmas money. Um, they certainly made this film. Yeah. It exists. I watched it, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not good, though. Don't watch it. I don't like it. Just go with the Boris Karlov, the original. Yeah. It's just so friggin' good. You can't top it. 
Jim Carrey can't top it. Cumberbatch can't top it. And I love Cumberbatch. Like, don't think that I'm besmirching any of the Cumberbitches. You best not besmirch no. Cumberbatch. I love Cumberbatch, but this you is... You better calm yourself, Beyonce. Yeah, this is uh, this is not a testament to his powers at mm. all. IMDb somehow gave this a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 193 of them all drunk on the eggnog, 59%. The audience, 10,000 plus of them, 50%. I'm coming in as the true Grinch here at a 3.5 out of 10. Sorry, buddy. I haven't seen this one. Um, But to quote some Dave Attell, do you know what eggnog is? (laughs) It's elf con. Don't watch it. Woody Woodpecker bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're not. I'll keep you away from it real quick. Yep. I think my, I think we own it too. Yeah, no, not no, good. No, bad, bad. Pass bad, on that one. Bad. Pass on that. Now the original's so good, so good. When the original is that good, it's hard to make any. It's just that is the perfect length for that story. I agree. What's it like? Forty minutes tops. Yeah, tops. Yeah. It's so good. Just watch it. It's great. I agree. Well, I got a movie. It's from 2019. Ooh, and it's a romantic comedy. What? You know we need more of those. Rom-com. Always be my maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds like a movie Sam would have watched. Sam, have you seen this movie? I'm going to say yes, but I'm not positive. All right. It's, I watched it on June 4th. It's an hour 41. Again, comedy romance. Directed by, oh boy, Nana Tachka Khan. Yes. Very sorry. Ali, starring Ali Wong, Randall Park, and Keanu Reeves. Keanu. And we'll get to him. Ooh. Your IMDb movie summary. Everyone assumed Sasha and Marcus would wind up together, except for Sasha and Marcus. Reconnecting after 15 years, the two start to wonder, maybe? Maybe. I like how they wrote that. They actually put a dash and a question mark. Nice. It's great. Uh, it's a romantic comedy, everybody. We never get romance on here, except for what me and Max do after we stop recording. That's right. And occasionally I do The Princess Bride. That's true. Shout out to Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Less cringeworthy than most romantic comedies. I think a lot of romantic comedies kind of go to the dick and fart joke kind of territory now. Yeah, that's fair. And that's not the laughs that I want. No. Like, we're, we're, we're old school. I do want something lovely. It can be cheesy and cliche. I don't even care. But right. Like, do a thing and then get there. Yes. Let's not mill about. Uh, Keanu Reeves hilariously plays himself. Oh, wow. It's so good. That's and nice. I found myself laughing a decent amount during this movie. Nice. So, you know, uh, pretty pretty good movie. Uh, the two grow up next to each other. They're neighbors. Uh, when things get rough, like one would go to the other's house, they're very close. Right. Uh, when they get older, you know, they make he makes a couple faux pas. Things don't work out. And they kind of lose touch, even though they did have sex once. Um, I don't know why I felt like I had to say that. She ends up becoming a very famous chef, like Food Network chef. Okay. Uh, she's married to a very rich guy. The whole Well, she's engaged to a very rich guy. He wants to take some time off to make sure that they really want to do it, sure. that kind of thing. And she ends up going back to her hometown to work on a project, meets him. He is kind of like, I'm in a band. I just do the same old shit. Sure. And- I'm not a loser, but I'm not amazing either. Right. And that she just kind of has fun around him, and the whole thing spirals out of control. Eventually, her fiance is like, eh, I don't want to do it. And she's like, I don't want to do it. She, they, they're just like, no, we're okay. not doing this. This is ridiculous. And what does she do? What everyone would do. That guy? 
she dates Keanu Reeves. Oh, of course. That is how Keanu Reeves is in this movie. You know what? And Keanu I would Reeves loves to date Keanu Reeves. No, I would too. Keanu Reeves is so good in this movie playing a douchey version of himself. That's great. Where he's like real, it's almost like a mixture of a douchey character and like a hippie kind of character where it's just like, he says the weirdest shit. Okay. And he's so, it's so good. Like uh, Britta's boyfriend in Community, the weird hippie guy? Yes. Okay. He's very much like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And I mean, he's only in it for, he's in it for maybe a collective 20 minutes of the movie, but it's so good. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot here. He's not the only good part, but my when he showed up as himself, I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I watched it. I was like, oh my God, it's so good. That's awesome. It's really good. So, I, I'm not getting, I don't know. I can't really tell you too much more without giving away jokes. So, the scores. Please. IMDb gave it a 6.8. Okay. The critics, 98 critics. Mm-hmm. 90%. Holy shit. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. A thousand plus for the audience. 80%. Okay. I gave it a seven out of 10. Nice. The wife gave it a six and a half. Okay. This is a fun movie. Pretty I definitive. really, I was happy. I was happy that I found a, a, a good romantic comedy. That, that is That nice. wasn't just like, pussy joke. Like, eh, I don't want, I don't ever want to hear a woman say pussy is really what it comes down to. There you go. Pussy. I don't like it. Don't ever do it. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. So I watched a movie. Hold on. Max's mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Oh, really, sh- any woman I've ever met, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My mom won't care, that's for sure. 2019, Rocket Man. Ooh, I'm a Rocket Man. Burning out his fuse up here, alone. Yeah. I watched this in December of 2020, a nice reprieve from the Christmas. Two hours and two minutes. It's the real gift. It's a biopic directed by Dexter Fletcher, starring Taron Egerton, mm-hmm. Richard Madden, and the Bryce Dallas Howard. Can I tell you, this has been on my to-do list for so long, and I still haven't watched the damn thing. Well, maybe I can push you over on Push it. me. Push me. Push me, push me. Summary. Push me. A musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. Mm-hmm. My thoughts on this movie is, so this is like traditional movie biopic, right? Like grew up, had some struggles, tough relationships, goes on. They do such a good job of taking that and being like, how can we make this interesting now after nice. it's been done so many times, including the film Walk Hard, which just completely eviscerates any musical biopic by that's just parodying it perfectly. Yeah, that's fair. They managed to go, well, how about we make it like this weird fantasy musical? And it's like, okay. And they just make it so, like, it doesn't feel like there's any, there's no real, what's the, what's the best way to phrase it? It's, there's no arrogance about it. Like the movie take, like picks up at Elton John walking in like full costume. And we're talking Elton John in costume. Right. He walks in full costume into an AA meeting because he's finally <laughs> like, I've hit rock bottom. Awesome. Like great. Like I'm instantly interested. And so that's why you get the kind of the story of his early years is because oh. he's in an AA meeting kind of explaining himself to a group of people who are just like, holy shit, we're in an AA meeting with Elton John. Could you imagine? Right. I'd sober up to hear Elton John. Absolutely. Probably. So it just makes the whole thing really interesting. And because he's telling the story, there's these huge, like, he's in a bar and all of a sudden it becomes this big musical moment. So it's this really fantastical, interesting way to tell a biopic. 
So they did a nice, smart job of taking, be like, how can we kind of make this full musical? Because it's Elton John. Like, right. how ridiculous and stylish can we make it? And they managed to really hit on it. Edgerton is unbelievable. I, I heard he was great in this. He's the main reason I want to watch it. So good. Like Rami Malek as sure. Freddie Mercury. Like, Edgerton just comes in and is just like, how do I crush this role? Oh, this is how? Great. And they had the benefit of Elton John and his music writing partner both still alive. Nice. Like, how about we make more of these when people are alive and can have some input and not after they're deceased and have no input? Right. And everybody argues over what's correct. Exactly. And what's not. That was the big hang up with Bohemian Rhapsody is we had this weird editing because all the members wanted to be included for equal screen time. So you got really choppy editing mm-hmm. and otherwise kind of meh filmmaking where this doesn't have any of that. Right. This gets to just go full tilt into it. The songs are, of course, great. It's Elton John. Right. Early in his career. The whole thing is just really interesting like i had no idea about his romantic relationships i mean obviously there's turmoil to any person right especially a creative and one that grew up kind of the way he did and especially being queer at that time right really a tough tough call and you can kind of see that they put all that in there the drugs the alcohol abuse everything's in there so it's tough to watch but it's still like when it's fantastic it's really high and when it's low it's really low so they do a really nice job even just filmmaking wise a good example is like high highs when he's up on stage with these huge lavish costumes and then the scene where he kind of hits rock bottom and they do rocket man he is literally drowning in a pool and no one notices during a party Wow. So it's really like, actually geographically, he's below everyone else. Really smart piece of filmmaking. Like this movie really comes in and delivers. That's good. Yeah, very fun. IMDb gives it a 7.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 388 critics, 89%. Audience score, 10,000 plus, 88%. And I come in right in there, 8.5 out of 10. Movie's awesome. That's pretty definitive. I guess I got to get in there, though. Yeah, Sam recommended it, and I was like, there's no way. It's a music biopic. They're all just walk hard. It's going to suck, and it was awesome. Good job, Sam. 